Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Eat your vitamins, say your prayers, and stick it straight up all your candy asses! And you never let The Rock make his pancakes, did you? You wanted The Rock to make chocolate chip cookies, blueberry muffins, but never pancakes. Go get me a cheeseburger. Go get The Rock a cheeseburger. No ketchup. You mind uh, giving a little blow just one time for The Rock? The Rock, ask you something. You ready to go out there and whoop some ass? You ready to go out there and whoop candy ass? Let's get ready to podcast! Hanksy, Banksy, Rock Bottom is a podcast with two media best friends. Put Tom Hanks in a headlock. And are about to be choke-slammed by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm Sam Siegel. And I can smell the rock is cooking a semi-truck's worth of tires. <laughs> Delicious. Mm, yeah. And uh, I'm Luke Patrick. I am Team Muscle this week. Mm, team Muscle. You know, you're looking like it. Yeah. Uh, you're looking, looking bulked up. I, I grew about 12 inches. Um, mm-hmm. I am now six foot uh, seven. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I am just ripped, just yeah. jacked, folks. Uh, I I hate that you can't see uh, Team Muscle this week because boy, oh boy, do we have just quite the muscular fellow here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he is looking yoked, swole, uh, jacked, buff, mm-hmm. meat, meaty, dieseled. Just, mm-hmm. it's impressive. So I'm pretty proud yes. of the progress I've made in exactly one yeah. week. Uh, yeah. The roids are probably going to come back to bite me in the ass, if I'm honest. Well, you know, uh, it seemed fine for Anthony Mackie in Pain and Gain. <laughs> Definitely no sort of genital issues nope. that he experienced. Not- not a one uh but luke pain and gain is not what we watched this week instead we watched 2013's and here's where i have a problem um (laughs) (laughs) so the movie is officially titled fast and furious six yeah and yet the title card of the movie in the movie is just furious six and yet Hmm. i have also seen it marketed as fast six so I don't fucking know what the title is. I don't think they know what the title no. is. I think no. And I think for clarity's sake, they may have uh, retroactively renamed it to Fast and Furious Six after sort of tootling around Fast yeah. Six and Furious Six because Sam, the timeline on these movies is batshit. <laughs> it is 
Buck Wild. Yeah, because we got this one. And then we have next in the timeline, chronologically speaking, is 2006's, I want to say, Tokyo Drift. I think so, yeah. And this one came out 2013. And then mm-hmm. we go back to the normal order, I think. Yeah, in like 2015? Yeah. With, with again, Furious 7. So, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Do you think when they name these movies, they just have a big panel and they sit down and they're like, now, guys, is this one fast or is it furious? And then there's a well, raucous debate. Well, and here's the wild part, okay? Mm-hmm. So we we get Fast and Furious 6 or Fast 6 or Furious 6, then officially Furious 7, then the fate of the Furious. <laughs> Which they really missed an opportunity by not spelling it f 8 t the fate of the furious. Well, uh, respectfully, you don't even need the T. That would be fate. Oh, you're right. You're right. It would just, just be, be F8. F the number eight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. F the number eight and the furious. Yeah. Or of, of the fear. Fuck, I don't know. Anyway, we watched the sixth one in this franchise, uh, but I believe chronologically the fourth f- fifth one yeah it's <laughs> it's confusing <laughs> I didn't, it when we started this franchise i didn't expect it to have so much like of a, a looper angle where there's yeah. like there's you know time warps and different mm-hmm. chronological timelines to keep in your skull as you're watching it Yes, it is confounding. Yeah, down to the fact that the end of this movie has, I guess, a reshot portion of Tokyo Drift. Does it? Did you not watch the post-credits scene, Sam? Oh, fuck! I forgot! (laughs) Give me... Actually, if you will, give me a moment. Okay. I will pull up HBO Max right now. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, you should you should peep this because I mean I I got to. It's pretty wild and while you're watching it I will describe it to the folks at home so that we aren't just sitting here listening yeah. to you watch HBO Max. So let me know when you've got that all sort of queued up. Oh shit. Mhm. It's a confusing UI, I have to say. Well, weirdly it has uh, Sex in the City as what I've been watching recently, but not Fast and Furious 6. Hey, was this so. on HBO Max? Yeah. God damn it. Did you pay for it, I... you stupid son of a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I am indeed a stupid son of a bitch, and I did, <laughs> I did pay Jeff Bezos $4.20. I did have to call him up on his yacht, yeah. get the DVD. <laughs> how, how was he? Oh, Jeff is a little stressed right now, man. Tech stocks are down. He's lost like one percent of his wealth, and you know how Jeff oh. is about uh, yeah losing money. He's big on that. Yeah, he really wants to to become a trillionaire so he can get killed by a couple New Zealand comedians. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to okay. worst idea of all time. A phenomenal podcast. Yes. Okay. Uh, so so I've got it pulled up here. Let me let me resume playing. 
Uh, oh god, no. Absolutely not. Mm, did it want you to start the whole movie over? It very much did. Yeah. Okay, okay. Here I go. Here it is. Tokyo. Okay. So what Sam is watching is Tokyo, and we get, uh, I don't remember his name. Han? Is it Han? Han, yeah. yeah. Han is drifting around Tokyo. There's some police chatter. And then uh, he gets into a big fiery crash because another car rams him. Uh, you fucking spoiled it. Yeah. Well, again, it's <laughs> the choice between dead audio or spoilers for you over the next minute and a half. <laughs> I t- Luke, I believe we have proven historically we love dead audio on this podcast. <laughs> we do love dead air. Um, and I won't spoil the rest of it, but folks, it's uh, it's confusing because the events in this one kind of imply that they, they have retrofitted a different narrative on top of Tokyo Drift, which is just insane to take a movie that's... What the fuck? Yeah. yeah Jason yeah. Statham? Jason Statham takes out Han. Which I assume Wait. was not in the original movie, unless... Wait. Yeah. Wait. Hold. And he has the cross necklace that was... Letty? Yes, that was Letty's. Yeah. Uh, Luke, I am... I am so confused. Yes. So here's my problem with this. Does that mean that there's two options? Either they planted <laughs> this, that this is the actual end of... Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, which means they planted this plot line seven yeah. years before. That That is some fucking MCU shit. Yeah, or <laughs> they reshot some stuff to, to sort of uh, retrofit Tokyo Drift. I'm going to go with the Shh. former, because I think that's fucking incredible. I, yeah, that's what I need to believe, man. Mm-hmm. Now... Here's here's what I'm legitimately confused about. Yeah. Um is I know from uh Hobbs and Shaw that Jason Statham is Shaw, and yet in this movie we have a Shaw who is decidedly not Jason Statham. Yes, they are brothers. Oh, you looked this up. We did look this up because we were very confused cuz this movie features Luke Evans as yes as shaw and we were like well mm-hmm. the other one is decidedly jason statham like yeah. we imdb did and everything and then his mug pops up and it is it's jason statham oh so they're the brothers shaw because see yeah. i was wondering if maybe it was like a um iron man swapping out uh for don Cheadle for colonel rose <laughs> Uh, maybe they're like, you know, we didn't really like the stink that Luke Evans brought onto to to the screen, so we just quietly switched him for Jason Statham and filmed the stinger at the end where he does murder Han. Yeah, uh, fan favorite, and uh, so hopefully people will understand that uh, Shaw's different now. Yeah. That's what we assumed happened, but nah, they are the brothers Shaw, and I do love. I mean. We haven't watched it yet. We will be watching Hobbs and Shaw, but it sounds like for the like fourth or fifth time in this franchise, we're going to get some people crossing sides, joining mm-hmm. the, the opposite team to come together Boy, the, for a common goal. 
the allegiances in this are complicated, but Luke, we are jumping the um, car on this one, <laughs> and I need to know how is your watch. Yeah, oh yeah, the structure of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep, the thing that we've been doing for almost two years. Yeah. Oh man. Um, just gonna <laughs> let that one sail past me. Give it a wave. Not think about yeah. it too hard. Um, don't d- don't acknowledge it. It's like mindfulness. Yeah. <laughs> so, didn't want to watch this movie, Sam. Uh, we have had a hell of a week. We've had some medical stuff happening and then some guests visiting this weekend. Um, so we've been having a lovely time out on the town safely wearing a mask. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was just really hard to fit this one in. So last night I got home at about eight 30, uh, which I am an old man now. And I definitely go to sleep. No, no more than two hours later than that. Um, and begrudgingly threw on this two hour and 10 minute movie. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Was not in the greatest frame of mind because I, the last time we did a fast and furious movie, I was stoked. Uh huh. And yeah, yeah. Was able to turn my brain off. Fully enjoyed it. This one had a more challenging time with it. We'll talk about it, Sam. Uh, yep. But uh, really quick, I am going to request that we turn off our cameras because uh, your your audio is coming through a little choppy. Mm, um, okay. Yeah. So so you're not going to see this just beautiful, freshly washed face of mine. Yeah, or your nude body. I wasn't going to comment on it. Well, you know, I thought I thought it's about time, <laughs> you know, in in our relationship, for you to see my. My glistening nude body. Yeah. Um, just a weird choice for the podcast. But Sam, tell me in the buff, uh, how is your watch? Um, well, uh, as I as I sort of uh, uh, jostle myself for you, um, <laughs> I also really did not want to watch this movie. Um, and I think I can sum up my watch with the first note that I took before the movie even started. Yeah. I wrote, kill me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Sam. Yeah, I really did not want to be here today. I did not want to be consuming this. Wasn't ready. Uh, would have accepted death uh, over over watching this two-hour movie. Yeah, it's a time commitment, man. It um, is. Um, yeah. But... Here's the thing. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about my watch. It wasn't interesting. Yeah. Um. Instead. So here's the thing. I do try to avoid, uh, Dwayne's, uh, social media. Yeah. But when I when I post the episode stuff on Instagram, I invariably see one of his posts. Sure. And he recently posted a photo of the apparently famous French toast that he makes for himself. Hmm. Have you seen this? I have not, but I do love the idea that I can smell the rock is cooking French toast. Here's the thing, my guy. He cuts that fucking toast so fucking thick between three slices. It is essentially an entire loaf of bread. 
<laughs> it looks it looks so fucking good though. I mean, the the guy seems like he is maybe um a a a a, a bit of a magician in the mm. kitchen. Um, now Luke, something something is we- weird is coming in through your audio, like um, it's like a bacon sizzling. Oh, that's. It's, do you do you smell something over there? Uh, do you smell? No, but huh? Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? Now that you mention it, yeah, I'm getting a hint of sizzle and pork. Yeah. Oh, it's me! Oh, god mm. damn it. <laughs> Now, what do we have here, you little shit? <laughs> oh, hi, breakfast wizard. We haven't seen you this season. Yes, well, I'm back and... Listen here, motherfucker. <laughs> a little... A little breakfast sandy tells me that you do actually enjoy a bit of the breakfast food, but for dinner... Yeah, I am I am famous for loving breakfast breakfast foods at all times of the day, but especially when the sun's gone down sort of after dark. Now, when I have visited before, you have said that you do not consume breakfast, you sneaky little shit. <laughs> it is confusing. I don't tend to front load the breakfast, but I am a big fan of uh sort of post loading up on the breakfast foods. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes, I do love... Tell me, tell me, tell me, what do you do? What do you do to snack upon? What do you nosh upon with your your breakfasting at the end of the day? <laughs> um, man, I, we go the full nine yards. We're talking French toast. We're talking hashed browns. Um, little chicken sausage, uh, some scrambled Ooh. eggs, sometimes mm. pancakes. Uh, is this, is this oh. working for you, breakfast wizard? Oh, you treat me so good. <laughs> so it's, it is incorrect, breakfast wizard, to say that I don't do breakfast. Because uh, I definitely do, just not at the appropriate time of day. Oh, uh, listen, listen. Any time of day is appropriate for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three o'clock in the afternoon. That that's what you're saying, breakfast wizard. Why not? It's <laughs> it's morning somewhere. <laughs> that is the worst tagline, breakfast wizard. <laughs> kind of horrifying when you think about it. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Now, uh, can I maybe suggest a recipe for you that I've found from a, a little website that I quite enjoy? Oh, God. Um, I don't know what kind of websites you enjoy, Breakfast Wizard, but I guess so, yeah. Yeah, so uh, what you do is you spread out uh, some, some plastic wrap upon a table, and then you crack three eggs onto it, but you space them out. And then you fold more plastic wrap over that, and then you sort of twist the plastic wrap between the eggs and at the end so that they're in their own little pockets. Yes, do you follow? Yeah, like a like a disgusting Tootsie Roll. Yes, yes, perfect. Uh, then you put that, uh, the bags of eggs, into a pot of simmering water. And then you turn, and next to the pot of simmering water, you have a heated frying pan. About 10 inches, I would say, nonstick preferably. And then you fill it with just a 
really a heinous amount of uh, <laughs> pancake batter. Just really fill that sucker up with pancake batter. And then what you do is you put a slice of cheese down in the middle of the pancake batter. What the fuck? And then, and then you do some bacon, some strips of bacon. And then, of course, while the pancake, which is just massive, is bake, cooking, you take out your little egg pouches and, oh, they've cooked just a little bit. They're a little bit jammy, yes, a little runny. And you take one out and you put it on top of the bacon and then you put another slice of cheese on top. No. And then you pour just another <laughs> disgusting amount of pancake batter on top. And then you flip it and then you serve it with some strange little sandwich crustable and some more bacon. And you've got just a nice jammy egg with some bacon and cheese in the middle of your pancake. S- Breakfast wizard, there's no way that bacon is cooking all the way through if you're just chucking it into pancake batter, which takes about two uh, seconds to cook. That's I'm, unsanitary. Well, again, first of all, the, the pancake is roughly three inches tall in the size of a hubcap. <laughs> but I did I you've you've corrected me. I have made a grievous error. The bacon that you put into the pancake is of course cooked. Okay. Okay, that makes more sense. Hey, um, breakfast wizard? Did you did you get that fucking recipe from Chef Club? <laughs> yeah, give Chef Club a shout out, Sam. Yes, of course, I love Chef Club. <laughs> I love the Chef Club recipes. They're so whimsical. I just, everyone at home, I want you to take three seconds to just imagine a pancake with wedges of cheese inside of it <laughs> holy fuck it's just delicious mm. who doesn't want a little cheese with the pancake Ugh, jesus christ well um it is time for me to go i will and on okay <laughs> well thanks genuinely thanks for stopping by breakfast wizard we have missed you uh, oh, I'm happy to stop by any time, but let me tell you something, Mr. Patrick. Mm-hmm. Should you ever lie to me again about breakfast foods and your consumption of them, I will not hesitate to ruin your life in many breakfast-related ways. Yeah, just sausages in my shoes, pancakes in my fish tank. I can, I can I imagine. Will- I will turn your asshole into a bagel. (laughs) Not an everything bagel. No. With the most sesame seeds and the least onion. Oh, not even a good everything bagel. Precisely. Yeah, that's rough. Okay, well, I promise to be a little bit more truthful in the future, Breakfast Wizard. Good boy. Tatty bye. Oh, man. If y'all want to catch the uh, first time the Breakfast Wizard ever ever visited us, be sure to check out our Green Mile episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really a movie very appropriate for a whimsical uh, food-based sorcerer. Although, this time, a little less whimsical. He seemed a little <laughs> angrier than I well, remember well, him you, being. You did lie to him. I did lie to him. Many times. Yeah. he's He's visited upon me. Several times, and every time you say, I don't really eat breakfast, and he seems 
crestfallen. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then he hears from and this part's confusing to me, a breakfast sandwich. Yeah. Uh that uh that you've been fucking lying to him. Yeah. You know, nobody's perfect. Sometimes we lie through omission. Or just forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm super glad that he stopped by. So that's, you know, yeah. good to hear that he's alive. I do kind of worry about him every now and then. Oh, I don't I don't think we ever need... It, the only thing we need to worry about him is him visiting us more. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. I am glad he shouted out Chef Club, though, because boy, oh boy, <laughs> do I love the <laughs> Chef Club videos. Folks, if you want to see... Velveeta-sized chunks of cheese and vats of butter going into various dishes that should never be consumed. Uh, check out Chef Club. Yeah, floating yeah. through Facebook. Folks, I uh, just as sort of a, a peek behind the curtain here, I send Luke Chef Club videos on the reg, and it is, I think, straining our friendship a bit because he is getting... <laughs> increasingly angry with it with me for sending him those i can't show them to my wife anymore um my sister is now getting angry at me for sending them <laughs> the chef club videos <laughs> i've i've really alienated everyone close to me with with these just monstrous videos yeah and i love it i think the last time you sent me one my first response within seconds of receiving it was to send fuck you in all caps, and then a follow-up text that said, fuck you, Sam, I'm not doing this. <laughs> and then I believe I said, but don't you have to see what they do with the potatoes. Yeah, which did hook me. <laughs> did hook me real good. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably talk about Fast, Furious, Furious, Fast 6. Yeah. Uh, Fast 6. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Do you want a plot? I can try to blast through the plot really quickly. Yeah, uh, go through the plot with at least 500 horsepower. Okay. Put 500 ponies behind this plot. 500 ponies. Uh, So Hobbs is back, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He Mm -hmm. he gives the crew, uh, the the family, uh, uh, one last mission, and if they do it, they all get pardons, which seems like that would be harder. Um, it does. <laughs> but anyway, they're out to catch another crew, which is run by Shaw, who's played by Luke Evans. They find out Letty's alive, which would have been more uh, important to me if I knew who the fuck Letty was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's some racing. They find Letty. She's got amnesia. Nope. And uh, yeah, eventually they, they have a lot of fights with Shaw. There's a lot of racing against Shaw. There's a big punch out uh, mm-hmm. in a plane. They they do catch him. Yeah, it's a Fast yeah. and Furious movie. That's the gist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Sam, mm-hmm. what'd you think of Fast 6? I I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I've... Here's what I'll say. I liked it more than the f- the fifth one. Really? Because I was not, I was not viscerally angry the whole time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, but I was, in, I this might come as a shock. I was a little bored. Hey, buddy. Mm-hmm. Very bored during this one. Yeah. How did it? 
become so boring. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's just, like, they're doing a lot of action scenes, but a, a lot of them... This is a movie about cars, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But... Sort of. Sort of. Because they don't spend a ton of time in cars racing around. They spend a lot of time just punching each other. There is a lot of punching in this. Yeah. And once again, Luke, all I could think about was the Born Ultimatum <laughs> Obama fight. <laughs> yeah, and how these don't stack up. Um, no. There was... I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. I wasn't going to say anything. Okay. I did write in my notes, the only thing that I was looking forward to in this movie... Mm-hmm. That did come to pass is and it lo it came to pass. There's a guy named Hans, I think. Oh, the like super beefy dude who is either Dutch or South African. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a guy who's like seven foot and yoked, and mm-hmm. he is Team Muscle, like me. Uh huh. Yes. Very much Team Muscle. Um. The entire movie, I just kept writing in my notes, rock fight big guy? Okay, yeah, because I was wondering, when is the next steak fight? Yeah. Because we had a good steak fight in the last one. We had. Are we going to get another steak fight? We had a skirt steak fight in the last one Uh, mm -hmm. compared to, because guys, you do see rock fight big guy. Rock fight big guy. For, well, yeah. It is, as I call it, Steak Fight 2, more beef. More beef. Yeah, we've got, like, some big, thick New York strip steaks happening. Uh, but that's, that's, I honestly, I think that's putting it a little slight. This is, like, two fucking primal cuts. Yeah. Just <laughs> smashing into each other. Which is fantastic, except for mm-hmm. Sam... Mm-hmm. The fact that the Rock is fighting big guy, and then uh-huh. fucking Vin Diesel is the one that actually takes out big guy. Yeah, I look. So I did start calling Vin Diesel Mister Meatneck, <laughs> and I thought I was ready for Mister Meatneck. I thought I could do it. I was not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anything will ever fully prepare me for him. Yeah. Um, And God damn it. Because I, I know he's like involved with the production of these movies now. He really likes himself. And you can tell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because he saves everyone constantly. He is a, literally a Greek god mm-hmm. uh, who loves fast cars yes loves them i you know what i might say that a lot of the people in this movie love an engine perhaps too much it does sort of waltz into fetish territory yes they're like i feel like there are scenes that have been removed from the movie where like maybe paul walker is fucking a tailpipe Mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> or they're in that warehouse and various people are just jacking and jilling um, mm-hmm. <laughs> to the sound of a roaring engine. Yeah, they're like, oh, good V8. Yeah, yeah, that's the stuff. Give it to me. Um, yeah. 
it's okay. I want to talk about a thing. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Vin Diesel's girlfriend. Uh, which one? Yeah, this is the you've hit the problem on the head, <laughs> Sam. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, well, two things about this. So the movie begins in the uh, Canary Islands, I think. I believe so. Yeah. Um, they're Paul Walker and crew and Vin Diesel are straight kicking it. Mm-hmm. Just having a grand old time. Yeah, living in these multi-million dollar estates in the Canary Islands, loving life. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the end of the movie, when they decide to, I guess, move back to L.A. and live in a shithole for some reason. <laughs> With, like, non-existent landscaping. Yeah. <laughs> that, it, frankly, makes my yard look good. Yeah, and I've seen your yard. Um, <laughs> it ain't great. <laughs> I don't like working in the yard, turns out. Yeah. But at the beginning of this movie, Vin Diesel has a girlfriend who is the Brazilian cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Played played by uh Elsa Pataki. Elsa Pataki from uh the last movie. And um mm-hmm. so Hobbs shows up with a photo of Letty, which again would have made more sense if I knew who the fuck she was. Yes. Um, and this is the thing that gets Vin Diesel to go along with this job is because he wants to find Letty. His girlfriend is the most supportive woman on the goddamn planet. The true hero of this movie. Yes, because he's like, I have to, I have to go. And she's like, yeah, that makes sense. Go get her. And you're like, what? Is this like, yeah. Is this an open relationship? Is this completely fine? Mm-hmm. Go, go get your ex. Yeah. Yeah. Leave the Canary Islands where we have a real good thing going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end of the movie, they, they kind of forgot about her throughout the rest of the they, movie. They absolutely did. <laughs> you know they did. <laughs> so... She shows up in L.A. with Hobbs, because I guess she's a cop in the U.S. now. Mm-hmm. Um, That's how it works. Yeah, you just transfer your cop license. Mm-hmm. Um, which, to be honest, she's probably had a lot more training in, in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and she's like, no, nah, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. You're with her now. I understand. Well, and then there's a genuinely bizarre scene where... Uh, Mr. Meatneck Vin Diesel does say you don't have to leave which Luke I gotta tell you I read as wanna make this a thruple yeah that's what I'm saying there's two ways to view this either she is the most supportive and amazing person on the planet Mm -hmm. um, or this is a poly situation and Vin Diesel was kind of hoping they could get a thruple thing going and she just nopes out of it yeah, she was like, eh, I'm a bit traditional. Yeah, I this isn't what I'm looking for. I was really into the monogamous side of this when we were in the mm-hmm. Canary Islands. Yeah, I mean, no no shade. You know, that's your journey. I won't judge it. Yeah. But uh, not, not for me, Elsa Pataki. I'm going to go stay married to Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. <laughs> I just... What?! Yeah, it's a weird one. Uh, okay, so here's I'm I'm just going to tell you some things that I was thinking about during this movie. Yeah, please. Um Luke, I want more than anything 
a Scottish version of of this crew. Yes. Yes, yes, just, yes. Just fucking some thick-necked Scotsman being like, "What are you doing, you wee fucking ball bag?" <laughs> Get away from my Range Rover, you wee cunt! <laughs> Can you imagine it? They've hacked the cars! They've hacked my car! Ah, you fucking bastard! <laughs> Take down the plane, you fucking ball bag! <laughs> Shoot the flap, you cunt! Shoot it! <laughs> <laughs> Shoot the fucking flap! <laughs> yeah, it'd be so good! <laughs> It's all I want in the world. I'd enjoy these movies if they were Scottish. Man, we got so close to it, too, because Shaw's crew is UK-based. This this whole movie yes. takes place in London, BT-dubs. Yeah, f- fucking London town. <laughs> fucking London. Um, yeah, I mean, why couldn't they have just given us one Glaswegian? One. Just one person. One fucking Scott. You know, that's all I ask for. I don't want much from these movies. Yeah. I just want a Scotsman to call everyone a ball bag. <laughs> and and a cunt. Yeah. It, Is that too much to ask? It would be pretty great. Um Yeah, man. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear what you're saying, and I adore it and wish it were true. <laughs> so I had another thought. So last time uh we talked about what our roles would be in our own heist crew. Yes. I want to know, Luke, what do you think we would do on the in the Toretto Crime Syndicate? Hmm. You mean sort of yeah. now that this isn't a heist and this is just sort of broader broader spectrum criminal enterprises. Yeah. I mean, Gal Gadot is dead. Han is dead. They need two new people. Yeah. Um, so I think they bring us on, and what's our role? Yeah, really quick. They do throw Gal Gadot off of a moving plane, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, off a car that is being dragged by a moving plane. Yeah. Like, you pretty much. Because yeah. they have to include cars in this. And I got to tell you, folks, sometimes it's a bit of a stretch. It is, sometimes it is just a car at the edge of a scene, yeah. like uh, like an extra or like the fucking boom mic. Yeah, it's just like yeah, no, it's still about cars. It's it's right there. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I fully expected. See, I was so confident that Gal Gadot was gonna walk out of the flames at the end of the movie. She does not. Because this is that kind of movie. Like, we brought Letty back from the dead. Yeah. Um, From five movies ago? Something like that. And she got blowed up. She got blowed up. And so, I don't know if Gal Gadot's actually dead. I mean, Han's dead now, so it'd be kind of awkward if she came back yeah. to life. Uh, I'm assuming she's gone. But uh, anyway... What was the question? Oh, what what would I do? <laughs> yeah. We we've been pulled onto the crew. What would we do? Yeah. I think I would be the insurance adjuster. Um mm. that just goes around yeah. in the aftermath and just deals with the insurance claims cuz they do so much damage to property. So much. Yeah. I actually read in the trivia that apparently they crashed over 100 cars. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a lot of insurance. 
So I'm thinking I'm just on the ground with a clipboard because I'm no good at, at doing criminal stuff, Sam. I'm going to instead no. be just the guy with the glasses and the clipboard uh, going along, sort of handing out checks, as it were. Yeah, but yeah. What do you what do you think you would be doing? I think I'm going to be the person who builds Ludacris's computers. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, what a good answer. Um, cuz even though he's a, clearly a very talented hacker, I think he does not know a motherboard from a GPU. Yeah. So I got to do that for him. You know, he's trying to plug RAM sticks into the NVMe slots. He's trying to put uh, SSDs in the disk drive. He's just hopeless. Yeah. So I'm here to do that. And you know what, Luke? I think the whole time doing a Scottish accent. <laughs> I, I <think laughs> If they're not going to do it for me, then I'll do it myself. God damn it. You need so. liquid cooling on this. <laughs> <laughs> What the f- Why is there so much dust in this fucking AIO, you wee fuck? <laughs> you bowl bag. You bowl bag. <laughs> You've got to dust your machine, you gobshite. <laughs> oh, man. Can't believe it took us almost two years to have gobshite on the podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, what are you doing with this fucking PSU? It's way underpowered. <laughs> You've got two SLIs. Two. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have enough power to do this. <laughs> I hope. I mean, we're entertained. I hope the folks at home are. <laughs> Fuck them. I'm having a good time and that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, uh, you got any other sort of assorted <laughs> thoughts about this movie? Uh, hmm. Yeah, I got one. Okay. So at one point, Letty, who I assume has that name because she loves drinking lead paint, um, (laughs) tells tells Vin Diesel that he has serious balls. And Luke, I got to ask, do you think Vin Diesel has very bulbous nuts? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah, I think he is just, like elephant sized yeah i mean Um, i think disturbingly large billy bob thornton levels mm -hmm. of of ball baggage um yeah we're talking like like softball sized yeah yeah um well here's the thing luke um i god those are big balls (laughs) um I have actually staged uh, three uh, very high stakes, uh, very quick professional heists to steal um, kind of undisclosed military technology that can be used to shut down all an entire country's like military surveillance or some shit. It's worth billions, um, and I I have sold it, uh, so I've got a billion dollars. You want to come with me to buy some uh, rock stocks? Hell yeah, brother! Let's go buy some rock stocks. Let's go. Sam, I want to talk about this movie uh, from a different angle. Okay. Which is to... Uh, yeah. Un- under the hood, perhaps? Yeah, let's peek under the hood yeah. of this, this flick. Sam? Oh, 
God, that's a beautiful V8. Oh, look at that V8 and the Nas on this guy. Oh, yeah. Hey, which, by the way, this this <clears throat> franchise's obsession with Nas. Jesus Christ. I think it happens to, like, every racing movie, though, is that they're like, the cars are fast, but they need to be faster. <laughs> and all we can think of is Nas. Yeah, we need to wreck our engines. <clears throat> um, yeah, perfect. Yeah. I mean, they, they built a fucking harpoon gun that has Nas attached like, to it. Eight of them. Yeah. For some reason. So, actually, all of this blends very nicely into what I was going to say about this movie, which is that, mm-hmm. Sam, it is deeply stupid. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Like, I was watching this. I had a moment where, so Shaw's crew shoots these little pills onto the cars that are chasing them, the other crew's cars, mm-hmm. that enable them to, on the fly, hack the computer systems of the cars, mm-hmm. which is not how any of that works. So I had a moment no. where I'm watching this, and it's like, all right, they're hacking it. And then I went, What? Right, and then, of course, Paul Walker does a fancy little, like, skid thing and just knocks off this, I'm not joking, maybe two-inch tall thing from the front of his car without hurting his car at all. A beautiful BMW, by the way. Oh, yeah, we get some great beamers up in this Mm -hmm. one. Um, Yeah, it's just, there's, there's so many instances like this in this movie. Like, when they're trying to keep the plane from taking off by hooking some cars to it. All right. I wasn't maybe going to delve into the plane, but you brought it up. I got to talk about this <laughs> fucking plane for a minute. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the plane <sighs> scene. God, first of all, apparently this runway spans the entire length of fucking Spain. Yeah, we spend <laughs> upwards of 15 minutes on this plane scene, and the entire time the plane is about to take off. So the runway, <laughs> yes. ginormous. It is so long. And I know you're probably saying, well, Sam, uh, well, actually, uh, it's a it's a large military cargo plane, and it does need quite a long... Fuck off! I know that. I play Microsoft Flight Sim. Yeah, you know what you're talking about. But this is absurd. Yeah. Because, it, okay, okay, I... Here's the thing. Here's the thing that really fucking took me right out of this. Yeah. So they've got this massive plane... That is somewhere between a C5 Galaxy, I think, or is it Globemaster, whatever, and an Antonov AN-225, two exceedingly large planes. Sure. And uh, we have the pilot say that it is overweight, right? Yeah, that yeah. They're, they're just overweight, and so they're going to have some trouble getting it off the ground, which, sure, yeah, that that tracks. So it obviously takes them a long time to get down the runway. Then we have, I'm not joking, four other cars get attached to the wings yeah. via these harpoons. Mm-hmm. And and the pilots are like, yeah, still going to take this thing off the ground. And it's like, okay. And then one of them uh, harpoons the flap and starts rat-fucking the flap. 
And then the pilots are like, yeah, still, still going to take this fucker down. <laughs> or, you know, take it up. Yeah. And then they lose an engine. Yeah. And in like alarm bells are going off in the cockpit. And the pilots are like, we got to, they're saying, pull up, pull up. And it's like, no. <laughs> at, the, at this point, you stop trying to take off. There is not a chance in the fucking world that you are now like double overweight you're missing one flap and an engine there's no chance that you're gonna have the fucking lift to get off the goddamn ground why are you still trying yeah it's i mean the dedication to the job is admirable even when the hardware is falling to pieces around you these I mean, guys jesus these heroes <laughs> Like a smart person would be like, you know what? Not today. We're we're gonna just level her back down. We're gonna slow down, throttle back, put on the brakes. We're not leaving today. Yeah. But no, they just they just keep fucking trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's deep again. This movie. I mean, the last one wasn't like a real thinker. Um, N- no, I don't think any of them are. No, which again is insane that apparently Vin Diesel is an asshole on set to, yeah. to get the performances that he thinks the movie needs for this gesticulates wildly at movie for now, this. Here's, Sam, what I, here's what I will say is that the especially at the end, the like barely simmering rage that you can tell between Dwayne and Vin mm-hmm. when they talk to each other feels very realistic. Oh yeah. It really does. So, I, d- I do feel like maybe, maybe his sort of bullshit uh, directing paid off just for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's some antipathy uh, mm-hmm. between these men. Um, yeah, for sure. So, uh, okay. Yeah, what else you got on this movie? How uh, what I I actually really struggle with figuring out what the fuck the situation is with the DSS, the the weird organization that Dwayne works for sure. because they seemingly have jurisdiction over the planet. Yes, there's a great scene where they're talking to this British general. Um a, a NATO general. A NATO general, excuse me. Um, he is British, you're not wrong. Yeah. But it's with NATO. He is an English guy. Um, but anyway, and he's like, we're going to detain all of these people, um, <laughs> including Letty, because she was working for this crew, c- kind of, you know, sensibly. Mm-hmm. And then Dwayne pulls a gun on him. On a NATO general. Yeah. Uh, I mean, shit, the movie basically opens with Dwayne going to an Interpol office mm-hmm. where they have detained a member of Shaw, uh, Shaw's crew. And he's like, I'm going to interrogate him. And he proceeds to beat the ever-loving shit out of him. Yeah. While one Interpol agent, officer, whatever, is like, that's not legal. And Dwayne's partner is like yeah but are you gonna stop him it's like what 
what? <laughs> this this government agency, which I guess it's a U.S. agency. I guess I don't know. Maybe it's aliens. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's, it's like the Men in Black, but meaner. Um. <laughs> but they don't believe in human rights violations. Yeah. It's, man, again, deeply stupid. Deeply so dumb film. fucking dumb. Yeah. Um, Just a brief note, the, the weird futuristic tank that uh, Shaw's driving down the street in mm-hmm. uh, made me mad because it took just a normal tank and then they said, hey, what if instead of the, you know, like optics that modern tanks have that are really helpful, what if we just put windows in the front so there's a big glaring weak point <laughs> on this tank? <laughs> Which, hey, people at home, we forgot to mention, they drive a tank down a highway in Spain. <laughs> they do. At one point. And... And at the end, uh, Vin Diesel drives his car from the door, slams it into a rail, flies across the gap in a bridge, slams into Letty midair, and then lands on his spine Mm -hmm. on a car speeding in the opposite direction and is not hurt. Yeah. Yep. Like, he... He doesn't even, like, have a second where he's like, ugh. He's just like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a tough guy, Sam. He's a really, really, really tough guy. Jesus Christ. Um, Okay, Luke, I've got, I think, one final thing. Okay, and then I got something else I want to say about this, but that's that's it. Okay, so I was looking through the trivia on, on the old IMDb. Sure. And there's something in here that actually makes kind of a lot of sense to me. And I'm, I want to know if if you kind of notice this, too. Okay. This was originally conceived as two movies. Uh, the first ended at the conclusion of the tank scene, and the second ended with the plane. What? What? Yeah. So this... This were going to be two movies. Oh, okay. So on the face of it, you think, okay, sure. Well, but there then, was a point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before the tank scene where I was like, surely we're close. And it is when Vin Diesel and Shaw meet each other, like face to face, and... Dwayne has a fucking sniper rifle trained on Luke Evans. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you got him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you got him right here. And I was like, surely we're close. And I paused the movie. Luke, that is like the halfway point. Yes, which is my complaint with this this idea is that if you were to split this movie, because the tank scene mm-hmm. ain't even happened yet. The second movie, if it's just a plane fight... Yeah, I wonder if there was more stuff that they were planning. Like, maybe Luke Evans gets away for longer. Yeah. And he... Go- I don't I don't fully know. Yeah. But it's bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's not where I would have chosen to split this movie into two. It would have been the part where they literally had 
the bad guy dead to rights with a sniper trained on his fucking heart. Yeah. Yep. You would have thought, I just can't get past the idea that they would have split this and it would have been, because this isn't Dune. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It would have been two 45 minute movies, question mark. Or the alternative, it would have been two two hour epics. So a four hour total. Of just more more of the same bullshit. And I don't like either yeah. of those. No. But you know what I do like the sound of? What's that? Um, Vin Diesel going, The spice of flow. <laughs> <laughs> you do a much better Vin Diesel than I do. I can't quite get there. You just, you have to ruin your throat to do it. Yeah. Um, well, the last thing that I have to say about this movie, Sam... Is that mm-hmm. uh, take a ride back to 2013? Even then, seems a little bit late. But um, we got a piracy warning on this. Did you get a piracy warning? <sighs> I don't know if I did. Oh. Again, right before I started the movie, I did write "Kill Me," so I don't know that I was in the headspace to really, you know, peek in on a piracy warning. Yeah, we got a good old FBI piracy warning on this one. God damn, that does feel late for an FBI piracy warning, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, we were still in the Netflix DVD era. Um, yeah. But holy shit, man, I ain't seen one of those in so long. It was a nice little no. piece of nostalgia to be like, yeah. I remember when movie companies were like real mad about LimeWire. Yeah, remember when the FBI was concerned about movie piracy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... <laughs> Weirdly fixated on movie piracy. It was like their number one priority, it felt like. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all the FBI was doing. Yeah. Homegrown terrorists? Fuck them. We gotta take down these, like, <laughs> fucking pimple-faced teens stealing movies off a of LimeWire. Yeah, little Timmy in Omaha, Nebraska just downloaded the entirety of The Sopranos. No. <laughs> yeah, just I just love it. Yeah. Um uh Luke, can I can I give you a quote? Yeah. B- before we head on out of here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe this was said by Paul Walker, but to be perfectly honest, I don't know. And he does say put on your big boy panties and go out into the deep water. Luke, that's nothing. <laughs> Someone got paid to write that, and that makes me viscerally upset. That's, that's, someone was like, I'm going to make a new phrase happen. Yeah. (laughs) Also, just the mother of all mixed metaphors. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, put on your big boy panties. Okay, I've heard that one before. And go out into the deep water. Yeah. Don't you remember in Saving Private Ryan when they're heading towards the beach and Tom Hanks Mm -hmm. turned to the guy next to him who was barfing and like crying and (laughs) was like, put on your big boy panties and go into the deep water? Yeah. And and as he is pulling up just a a real soggy pair of granny panties. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. That's nothing. That is air. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and I think that is the perfect time to to look forward to next week. Yeah.
Yeah. Uh, don't you don't you think? Yeah, for sure. Let's get the fuck out of here. And look, I'm very excited to tell you that next week we will be watching 2014's Hercules. Ooh, a tasty Ooh. morsel. A tasty morsel that we have uh, a bit of a treat for. Mm-hmm. Got a fun little thing planned for next week. Yep. I'm uh, just, just going to leave you with that little teaser. Luke, what do you think Hercules is about? <sighs> I think Hercules is a modern retelling of the Hercules uh, myths. Mm, so okay. sort of like Tarzan, I think yes. maybe uh, it's about a man who is godly strong mm-hmm. um, going through various trials, but I think the, there would be some humor in it, like instead of mucking out the stables of the gods or whatever, uh, investing people in combat, he's got to like mm-hmm. work an office job where he he like tries to use a stapler and he just crushes it instead yes Um, yes i love it yeah do he does stuff like you know lift the water to put into the water cooler that kind of (laughs) stuff uh so sort of a a tarzan Brendan fraser tarzan sort of experience now when he does have to go kill the uh nemean lion Mm -hmm. um can he actually just go to the zoo and strangle a lion in the cage? <laughs> yes. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, fuck, man. That's what I want this to be. Mm-hmm. I Honestly, I've pitched a lot of terrible movies. I think this, this one would be pretty, good. It'd be pretty funny. This is just a good movie, man. And honestly, Dwayne would be perfect for it. Yes, the casting is 100% correct. Yeah. Because, God, he's good at comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay. So, I think that Hercules is um, con- confusingly a uh, prequel to Hamilton hmm. focused on the character Hercules Mulligan. Oh. Yeah. Yes. So, it is a musical uh, made by Lin-Manuel Miranda mm-hmm. that somehow no one noticed. <laughs> it was it was the first stab at the format, and it was good, but yeah, it I wasn't mean, got, Hamilton huge. Yeah, he. I mean, he got he got Dwayne for it. Yeah. So I mean, like th- there was some cachet with it, but sure. uh, I think audiences didn't get it. Yeah. And so he had to follow it up with Hamilton, and everyone was like. Oh, yeah. I see now. Sort of like when the guy made, uh, that dude made, what was the movie called? District 9. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then nobody got it, so he made literally the same exact movie with Matt Damon and Elysium. And was like, <laughs> look at the point. Do you get it now? Yeah, they're not aliens, they're people. Do you get it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I th- I think it is essentially that. Okay, nice. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah. Hopefully, uh, I really hope to fuck it is it is what you've pitched. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if if not, we honestly need to uh, send an email to Seven Bucks and say please, please make this. Yeah, it's been a minute since you've done a comedy. Come on, man. Let's let's jump yeah. into this car and drive it together. Perfect. 
Well, folks, that'll do it for us this week. So uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. And you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Hanksy Panksy. Uh, we've got a lot of cool stuff over there. We did lower our prices, so the price of admission is uh, considerably lower, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, got some fun things coming up, including... Uh, Journey to the Center of the City, a possibly one-time podcast where my wife and I will talk about watching the entire canon of Sex in the City. And folks, we're getting close. Oh, we are we are nearly done with the original run of the the series. So it's just two movies and and just like that. Um, and uh, and then we'll be recording. Yeah. So uh, I will keep you abreast. Uh-huh. Uh, of that one. So, uh, so yeah, and I, I want to give a shout-out to Hanks' heroes, uh, and that's uh, Russell, who's got quite a smile, and uh, <laughs> Tuck and Daniel, two people whose cocks are so fucking big and fat that they have to be registered as a weapon. Um, yeah, you can also email us at uh, hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. Please send us an email. Let us know uh, what the timeline is of the Fast and Furious movies. Yes. And also, if you're Irish and Jewish, please, please <laughs> drop me a line uh, in a non-threatening manner. I, I'm not going to kill you or anything. I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah. To our increasingly large and growing Irish population, uh, or yeah. Irish listenership. Uh, yeah. Please, email Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, tell the Jews in your life, in, again, just a, a very sort of gentle... <laughs> non-threatening way hey there's a guy in arkansas who wants to hear from you (laughs) um (laughs) which on the face of it does sound pretty threatening (laughs) it does sound like a threat uh luke do you have a final quote yeah i do sam it's a throwback it wasn't in the film actually i think it might have been um (laughs) (laughs) fuck luke (laughs) but it is you wouldn't download a car, would you? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Thank you for that. Yeah. Well, well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. We'll be back next week with 2014's Hercules.